If you're a pastor, elder, deacon, nonprofit board member, or business owner, I need you to listen to this. K&K Furnishings needs to be on your shortlist. K&K Furnishings are committed to helping you find the right furnishings for your church or organization. These guys specialize in quality worship seating, welcome centers, cafes, nurseries, classrooms, as well as stage and podium furnishings. The two owners have over 70 years of combined pastoral experience, so not only will every transaction be handled with integrity and professionalism, but they have the experience to provide you with the perfect solutions for your furniture needs, and they absolutely understand your budget constraints and demands. K&K Furnishings are devoted to providing you quality pieces that save you money. They can do this because they don't have the overhead of a brick and mortar store and they have relationships with over 200 manufacturers nationwide. Look, we all know there's a lot of junk out there. K&K understands that many times bargains aren't true money savers. They end up costing you more in the long run. At K&K, they believe that quality furnishings don't have to be outrageously expensive. And here's the best part. K&K Furnishings sells nationally and can also provide in-person consultations in Michigan, Ohio, and Indiana. If you can't meet in person, they'd be happy to set up a Zoom consultation for you today. So whatever your next project is, whether it's your home office or your church sanctuary, K&K Furnishings is the only place you need to look. Go to www.kkfurnishings.com to see how they can help you or call 567-318-4520. That's www.kkfurnishings.com or call 567-318-4520 or click on the link in the description of this episode. K&K Furnishings, furnishing business, education, worship, and hospitality for the glory of God. Hey guys, before we get into this week's episode, I got to tell you about Jacob's Supply. Jacob's Supply is the place you got to go for all of your material needs. These guys bring you construction supplies and appliances for up to 50% off retail price, all brand new. Your home builder needs some lumber? Jacob's Supply has you covered. You a deacon at your church and you're in charge of that next Narthex floor job? Jacob's Supply has got you. Heck, they got Cortec Luxury Vinyl Plank right now for $3.59 a square foot. Go look that stuff up at Lowe's or Home Depot, man. That stuff is selling for $7 to $8 a square Square foot. That's over 50% off retail. Even if you just have some home projects you're working on, Jacob Supply is the place for you. I just built an outdoor grilling area this spring for that old smoker and grill. Guess where I got the metal roof, lumber, and screws? Yeah, that's right, Jacob Supply. Looking for a fridge, stove, washer, dryer? They got them all, and their name brand. Samsung, Bosch, Frigidaire, all 20, 30, 40% off retail. Brand new and ready for you. Located in Temperance, Michigan, it's worth it to stop by even if you're a few hours away. And remember, Jacob Supply can ship products nationally too. So even if you're out of state, you gotta check them out. Follow them on Facebook at Jacob Supply or call them direct at 734-224-0978. That's 734-224-0978. 0978. Remember, Jacob Supply, quality building materials at wholesale prices. And now, on to the show. Exploring theology, doctrine, and all of the fascinating subjects in between, broadcasting from an undisclosed location, Dead Men Walking starts now. Well, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Dead Men Walking. I'm Greg, and you are Jason. I think from now on, I'll just do this. I'm just okay. going to point to you, point. and then well, you'd be like, "Hey, I'm Jason." We don't have the camera going right now, so they can't see the oh, point. Man. That's true. So you that's know? that's actually better. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, because if it's just the audio going, <laughs> they have no idea what yeah. I'm doing with my hands right now. <laughs> oh man, I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> Jeez. Oh man, Kung so Fu Panda over here. We are continuing on in our five-part series. Yep. We're now on part three yep. of Tulip. Mm-hmm. T-U-L-I-P. Our Has first... nothing to do with flowers? No. 
uh, or the Dutch Reformed, even though they have a lot of tulips. And yeah. Or maybe it does. Well, yeah, they're involved. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of the Dutch were Reformed in their <laughs> theology, so they did like, let's just name it tulip. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know. Is that a Dutch accent? I don't know. Yeah, that was that was Dutch. Or, or Colorado. Okay. Uh, every time I think Dutch, I think uh, like Swedish for some reason. But I think of Holland, there. Michigan. I was just in Holland. Yeah. But I used to think that's where. Dude. They came from. Can I? <laughs> you thought that's where Holland <laughs> was? Holland, was, Michigan? When I was a kid, yeah. I was Let like, me tell you oh, something, that's though. so cool. So we were just in Holland, like we were talking about yeah. the last episode. Yeah. And uh, every, every other, literally every other church reformed. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's Dutch. Oh, yeah. The Dutch reformed. I mean, huge. They came in through. In Holland? Yeah. Yeah. In the country, Holland. And oh, then in the obviously con- oh, they I came thought you meant in Holland, Pencil- Michigan. No, no, and in Holland, Michigan. They came, oh, okay. they came through Pennsylvania. Stop Dutch, confusing me. Settled in uh-huh. that part of Michigan, okay. named it New Holland or Holland. Uh-huh. And then you have a lot of Dutch settlers there with the Reformed Puritan tradition right. settling in that area. And they built so, a brewery. And they built breweries and Reformed churches. <laughs> There's a lot of breweries there too. I know they're all yeah. Uh, really New are. Holland Brewery is a is, is pretty. That's they're, a, they're an up and comer too. Very nice, very nice. I think they're the one that's that they have uh, something called Dragon's Milk. Yep, that's their really famous one. Mm-hmm. Uh, as, a, as a bite. By the way, everyone, thanks for listening today. We're just going to review beers <laughs> uh, for an hour, craft beers. We are reformed. Uh, but uh, and it's like ten or twelve percent, man. Like serious? Yeah, it's a. I guess it's I never a, realized. It's a punch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like that I didn't realize. Uh, three, four later, yeah, I just yeah, remember yeah. No, falling no. asleep. Man, that no. was that was in my earlier years. Kidding. Yeah, in my apostasy. But uh, or we could be like you know I was going to tell you this uh, before we started recording. There's uh, a podcast I listen to called uh, Doctrine and Devotions. Hmm. Have you ever heard of this podcast? Hmm. And the 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 two pastors uh, that do it, their names are slipping my mind. But I do remember that they get on. They both light up a cigar. They review the cigar, yes. and then they go into their devotions. That's, that's a Spurgeon. <laughs> that's a Spurgeon style right there, man. Oh, man. That's so awesome. I don't know. I think maybe the next move is going to be like Dragon's Milk and Devotion. Yeah, then. Yeah. I mean, maybe <laughs> yeah. two guys will get on there. I don't know. That, drink that, a Dragon's Milk from New Holland Brewery. Is that hitting on Revelation? <laughs> we got to watch out. Man, I should call them and see if they want to sponsor us. Yeah, right. Next time I'm in Holland. Oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, uh, yeah, so we're on our third out of five uh, episodes of Tulip, which is T-U-L-I-P, which is total depravity. That was uh, week one. Uh, Unconditional election, Election. which was week two. Uh, Today is going to be limited atonement. atonement. The scary one. The scary one. That uh, nobody likes. Yeah, I think I feel it's like, a hard. It's the hardest, I think, for people to grasp and I feel like it agree is with, possibly. Um, yeah, when you start saying, "Well, you know, the election one is too," because I feel like we live in a society where it's like God is all love. He loves everyone. Mm-hmm. He loves you right where you are. Love, 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 mm-hmm. love over I fear, love, you, love over hate. Right, mm-hmm. and God is love, but that's just mm-hmm. one of His attributes. Mm-hmm. I mean, He's also. Righteous, just, holy, and holy. just, yeah. Yeah, and all those things. So because of that, whenever you start talking about limited or a remnant mm-hmm. or elect, people start to bristle like, hey, man. Yeah. Like, wait you know, a second. Uh, do do your improv guy that we do. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. What, I why lo- can't I love you, man. Why can't everyone yeah, yeah. be included? <laughs> the hippie. So Peace, it, man. it's weird how you have this uh, bristling of limited atonement and election, mm-hmm. yet 
Christ comes to earth and what is, what does he say? Oh no, I'm the only way, the truth and the light. No man comes to the father except through me. So mm-hmm. there was a very limiting mm-hmm. uh, type of speech that he was using. Yeah. Right. No one um, comes to me unless the father sends them. Correct. There you go. Um, that was yep. paraphrased. Paraphrased. JMH. But still, yeah. Right there. What John, you know? is that John six? John, John six. Yeah. John six. 36, 16. There's another six in there somewhere. Yeah. 24. I don't know. I Chapter don't know. six. Yeah. Um, but yeah, all, you know, all that the uh, uh, father gives me to, you know, I, I will mm-hmm. not lose. I'll raise up on the last mm-hmm. day. So there's a kind of a limiting aspect uh, in whole, in yeah. general, in the Bible. If you really think about it, like select people, mm-hmm. the Jews, Israel, right? Yeah. Israel, uh, remnant, mm-hmm. uh, election, his sheep that hear his voice, which we'll get into that too. Yeah. Um, so for me, it was a pretty easy transition for me when I was going through these uh, points of reform theology, Calvinism, doctrines of grace, whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. And I went, yeah, no, that makes total sense to me. Yeah. And I, 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 if you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, I'm going to sound like a broken record. But this was the this was one of the questions that I had as a young guy when I was 14. I was asking about limited atonement, but I didn't know that's the, the right. doctrine or the theology that I was asking about when I asked my pastor, like, well, why do people go to hell? Mm-hmm. And he said, well, for unbelief. And I said, well, doesn't Matthew say unbelief is a sin? And he said, yes. And I said, well, didn't Jesus die for and atone for all sins? Mm-hmm. Well, yes. Well, then why is anyone in hell? Mm-hmm. And what I was asking was if Christ's sins covered all sins and atoned for all, then why would people be why would anyone be in hell, first of all, but especially people be in hell for unbelief if unbelief is covered in sins? Right. And I didn't get an answer. I just got a, oh, that's that's a that's funny, you know, and turned away and walked away because my youth pastor, I guess, didn't want to engage engage on it for whatever reason. But so even at a young age, it didn't make sense to me. 14, 15, 16 year old, I'm reading through the Bible. And I'm going, well, this just doesn't line up. If if Jesus died for all sins, like if his atoning blood yeah is truly powerful enough to save mm-hmm. right and it and it atones for all sins then why isn't everyone just in heaven why aren't we all just universalists right and some people have actually gone there have, have actually graduated oh, yeah. to that place like a rob bell mm-hmm. right love wins well he's like, a nihilist now right well now yeah uh, but you know how he's graduated to nihilism yeah. <laughs> but universalism for, but for too. a couple years there he was straight up yeah, there's really no such thing as hell when it comes down to it. Mm-hmm. Jesus died for everyone, died for all sins. We're all going to end up in heaven. Right. How could a loving God not include everyone in heaven? Right. Right? Right. So uh, that was something, even limited atonement at a young age for me, I didn't know that was the word for it. Mm-hmm. But it just, it was something in my mind that just went, well, I've been taught this, but the Bible says something different. Right. W- what's that, con- you know, where it's conflicting? Where is that? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think I uh I looked at um just the sacrifice of Christ and how any of his blood could have been wasted, you know. Yeah. It wasn't wasted um, you know, as a sacrifice. Um same in the Old Testament whenever um the uh the high priest went into the holy of the holies, um holy of holies, sorry. Um uh you know, whenever he was he he held the bowl of blood, um took it to the mercy seat and put it on it right yeah so that blood was not wasted it was you know used for the sin of absolutely 
Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, I think, you know, whenever we, whenever we talk about salvation and, and limited atonement, I think that sometimes, uh, we go into this, into this conversation where we are, uh, where we're bringing universalism in and I just lost my train of thought because I just, I just saw a big, huge bug fly by. We got the doors open. We got, we the, got the windows f- open. Yeah. And uh, sometimes I'm, I'm like, oh, and I usually we, do the squirrel thing. As we've established, and, you're, uh, you're not a bug guy. No, man, I can't stand bugs. I mean, I'll kill them, you know. I'm, I'm not afraid of no bug. I ain't afraid of no bug. But, uh, <laughs> no, but, but go, uh, yeah, going yeah. back to the preciousness of Christ's yeah. blood is, yeah. I think, where you were going. And, yeah. like, if, if the bull's Sorry. blood... Mm-hmm. was that precious yes that it was not being wasted mm-hmm. on this on the mercy seat how much more precious was the son of god's blood yeah and when i look at that i say not one single drop, drop. of his blood was wasted right it was it, it effectively atoned for mm-hmm. every single person it was supposed to atone for and he's not trying at all like like you know if if he has an elect um it's not like uh, there are people out there um, not embracing him, and he still paid for all of their all of their sins, you know, with his with his blood, right? Right. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's it's a I, j- I know I know people. <laughs> this is a hard one. I mean, even just trying to dig into the scripture sure. to to speak on it, I I think that you know I was I was having a little bit of a of a rough time with it a, a little to, sure. a, to a point, but then it starts making sense once you get to election and you know, how, so I, how Christ's blood and I just his re- sacrifice is, you know, right. Oh, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, no, no that's all. But I just realized we didn't even really read what the classical definition oh, of sorry, limited atonement yeah, yeah. is. So yeah. let me read that uh, really quick. Uh, limited atonement is the teaching within Calvinism, which states that Jesus only bore the sins of the elect, those chosen for salvation by God, and that he did not bear the sins of every individual who has ever lived. This teaching is also called particular redemption or definite atonement. This doctrine is known within Reformed theology and is also considered one of the five points, which we discussed. Mm-hmm. So it's exactly what it sounds like. I just yeah. wanted to make sure we <laughs> read some type of definition <laughs> right, so right, right. people understood. Because we're talking about limited atonement within the Reformed tradition of it. Because I think it's good to point out that even non-Reformed, non-Calvinists, people who maybe don't adhere to the doctrines of grace, uh, they believe in a limited atonement as well, just a different way. Mm-hmm. So... You know, when I talk to my non-reformed friends and we bring up limited atonement, like I said, bristling, oh, God only died for so many people. I said, well, you have a limited atonement as well, too. Mm -hmm. You believe in the limit. uh, I believe in the limit of scope. You believe in the limit of power. Mm. So in in my belief in limited atonement, uh, I limit the scope of it, Mm -hmm. meaning who is it for? but, but the power of it is so powerful that it saves every single person. They believe in broadening the scope, but limiting the power. Well, it's, this atonement is only good for people who believe. Yeah. So the power of the atonement in a non-reformed tradition would say that it's limited by who doesn't or does believe, mm. right? God so loved the world that he gave, he his, gave only his only begotten son, son that yeah. whosoever shall believe it, you know, they believe the whosoever is for everyone, but only for if you believe. Mm-hmm. 
And we believe uh, that when it says God so loved the world, it doesn't mean every single person in every single point in time all over. It means this creation, this world. Cosmos uh-huh. is the word uh-huh. used there. God so loved his creation in this world that he did send his son into uh, this world. <laughs> What's going on? You're about to sneeze. You're about to do it. Oh, no. Let it rip, man. It stopped. It stopped. Go ahead. Go oh, ahead. losing a sneeze is the worst. <laughs> I know, right? I I do man, love my allergies. Man. I I do love that every time we get into like a really deep point, I there's know. either a bug, spider, <laughs> a sneeze, bug? cough. Yeah, yeah. Um, man, I gotta stop. I think the I, listeners... I need to put a blindfold on whenever we're in here. <laughs> you know, with the doors, with the door open, with the window open. Oh no, we're you good. know if it. <laughs> I mean, that's what makes it a podcast. It's beautiful man. outside. That's what and makes the guy did stop mowing his lawn, too. Oh, was that going on? Yeah, yeah. So. I don't think these mics will pick it up, but yeah. we've got fans going. Uh, we've got uh, guys yeah. mowing their grass. We've it's got, a gorgeous day. I got a guy that has a, like a hot rod uh, motorcycle yeah. that's real loud that will go by sometimes. So. Yep. But uh, getting back to the point yep. of uh, limited atonement is ev- all Christians believe in some type of of atonement that is limited. Right. I just believe in limiting its scope. Uh, non-reformed believes in limiting its power. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I don't believe limiting its power is the right position to take even biblically. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, let's jump into some scriptural support here. So Jesus said in John 10, 15, that he laid down his life for his sheep. And then in John 10, 26, Jesus said that people uh, did not believe because they are not his sheep. So the argument would go that if Jesus lays his life down for the sheep and there are people who are not his sheep, then he did not lay his life down for those who are not his sheep. Mm-hmm. It follows, right? John 10, 15 says, even as my father knows me, I know the father and I lay my down, I lay my life down for the sheep. Right. And then of course, John uh, 10, 26 says, but you do, but you who do not believe because you are not my sheep. So we kind of have a thing there saying, I Jesus himself said, I lay myself down for my sheep. Yeah. And then he turns around and tells a group of people, you're not my sheep. Right. So that's kind of one scriptural text where we get a biblical basis for limited the U atonement. The and the L. The U and the L. Unconditional election. There you go. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, uh, the verses that I was I was kind of working through. Were you done? By oh, the way? yeah. Go ahead. Okay, okay. Dude, I interrupt um, you so much. You can no, interrupt me anytime no. you want. You know me, man. I'm just trying to, trying so to be polite. the nice guy. So polite. Very, very polite. Um, Romans 8. Okay. Um, 28. Not sure if anyone out there knows about the golden chain of redemption. Explain it a little bit. Um, no. Well, okay, don't better, explain it. You better do <laughs> We can start in Romans eight twenty eight, where it says, And it. we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. Yep. For those who are called according to his purpose. This is the ESV, by the way, okay. Romans 8. Um, for those whom he foreknew, he also predestined, ding, 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 to be conformed to the image of his son, in order that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those whom he predestined, ding, 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 he also called, ding, ding, and those whom he called, ding, 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 he also justified, ding, 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 and those whom he justified, ding, ding, he also glorified. Okay. Can I say that again? Yeah, And those whom he predestined, he also called... Thank you. And those whom he called, he also justified. 
And those whom he justified, he also glorified. Okay, and then I'm going to move none. Okay, 31, verse 31. Okay. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, the elect, who can be against us, the elect? He, he who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, the elect. Mm -hmm. Yep. How will he not also with him graciously give us, the elect, all things? Who shall bring any charge against God's <gasps> elect? Wait a minute. Are you still talking about the elect? It is God no. who justifies. Mm. Who is to condemn? Christ Jesus is the one who died. More than that, who was raised who was at the right hand of God, Psalm 110.1, who indeed is interceding for us, the elect. There you yeah. go. So, yeah, you have a running theme there of who he's talking about the in elect. context, right? Yeah. And Wait a minute. I think we need this at the end. No, not that one. Oh, what that Oh, <laughs> maybe for people who that's that's for people who read that and don't see the word elect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's not what that means, Greg. Come on, man. Come on. I think no. Sorry, being we're not. We're just joking. being serious, though. I mean, you just read how many verses did you read? What was it? Uh, Shout out eight. the chapter and verse. Uh, twenty-eight eight. to through thirty-four. Romans 20, eight. Yep. Twenty-eight, 28 through, through 34. thirty-four. So you get a big chunk of scripture there, read in context, and you see. And I didn't play with any of those words, did I? I just read that straight through. Well, I think you just added elect to one of the alls, but that's who he's referencing, right? He yeah, says in, all, yeah, yeah. But but I I read word for word like that. That right. is not my own wording, you know. That yeah. was straight from the ESV. Did not have any play on words, and that's exactly what. But it was my saying, point right? in there is, I think, what were you on? Uh, where is it? Verse uh, thirty or thirty-one, where Which, it says, and where I read it twice. Yeah, where it says thirty, and, he, he, and those whom he predestined, he also called. Okay, keep going. And those whom he called, he also justified. Yeah, and yep. those whom he justified, he also glorified. Yep. So keep that's going. a set group of people. Right. Right? Like he's And then not, what's the next verse? Uh, what then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, mm -hmm. who can be against us? Okay. He right. who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for, for us all. 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 all right. So who gave us up for us all? You take mm -hmm. just that verse. Yeah. And you go, oh, all, all people, everywhere, all yeah, the time. All the time. He yeah. gave, Jesus gave himself up for all, it says. Mm -hmm. Well, if we read that in context of what those verses exactly. are that you just read, yeah. well, now we're seeing for people who have been sanctified, justified, mm -hmm. elect, elect, elect. Yeah. And you go, oh, okay, that's, you know, who yeah. he's talking to. Yeah, totally. Uh, because also, too, um, you know, you got to realize when, when an uh, apostle is writing a letter to other Christians— other believers, uh -huh. other Jewish people that were believers at the time, depending on what book. Yeah. Well, when you're saying all to someone, you're saying all who believe this way. Right. Or are you saying all in the whole world, all mm -hmm. believers and unbelievers? So context is very important. It is. I think. Yeah. I think a lot of times uh, verses are definitely cherry picked. And I mean, if you just read through, I mean, those those verses or all of Romans will will uh, will cut the heart pretty pretty nicely yeah um uh yeah the holy spirit's definitely working whenever i read through that thing um uh but yeah i mean those verses in context there's no 
way around it. Right. I mean, there's really not. I mean, I know, I know, uh, Leighton Flowers could probably get you around it, but uh, I mean, <laughs> if that's who you, if that's who you ascribe to, that's, that's cool. That's your guy. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, it, there's. I don't know. I don't think you can read those sentences and not completely understand. What well, they're... the other argument for me too is how many times sin is referred to as a debt mm. and Christ releasing of us, releasing us of that debt through his work on the cross. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So in my mind too, just like logically or just common sense, if someone relieves me of a debt, mm-hmm. I'm no longer in debt. Right. Right. So if Christ's work on the cross is what removes my debt of sin and gives me right legal standing before Christ, mm-hmm. then w- once again, it eventually has to go to universalism. Then everyone is relieved of that debt. You can't say the work on the cross relieved the debt of sin, but only if you believe that the that the uh, work of Christ right. relieved you. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, just because you don't believe it doesn't make it any different. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm, if I'm in a, in a uh, driving down the road and I get into a car accident and it's very serious and I'm in a coma and I go to the hospital and I rack up $850,000 worth of medical bills because mm-hmm. I'm on life support and then, you know, the reconstructive surgery and all these things. Right. And I, and there's a wealthy man out there or a friend or a, f- a philanthropist that reads about this and goes, you know what? I'm going to go and I'm going to, I'm going to pay his debt Yeah. because for whatever reason I have mm-hmm. mercy on him. I knew who he was, whatever. I wake up and you know, I'm recovering and I go, Oh my gosh, how much do I owe for this bill? And they say it's been paid. Right. And I go, I don't believe it. And I go, well, that doesn't change the fact that someone paid it's it paid. for you. Yeah. Uh, that debt's been paid. Mm-hmm. I'm now in right standing with the hospital, with the insurance company, whoever. Right. 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 Just because I, I go, I don't accept it. I don't accept that payment. Yeah. Take it back. And they yeah, go, we yeah. can't. It's been paid. Right. Right. Does not matter on what I believe or what I don't believe. Yeah. If the debt's been paid, the debt's been paid. Right. Therefore, I'm in right legal standing with, with like I said, with a, with a bank, a credit card company, a, a hospital, a insurance company, whatever the example is. Yeah. So for me, when you... Uh, when when Paul and John and all these uh, early church fathers and apostles relate sin to a debt, mm-hmm. even in Christ's prayer, forgive us our debts, mm-hmm. right? He's talking about sin. Yeah. What do you think he's, you know, when he's teaching the apostles how to pray, he's not talking about the money I owe to some person. Mm-hmm. Forgive us our debts. Right. Forgive us our sins, right? Trans- yeah. Transgressions. Mm-hmm. So when, when it's, uh, put in that framework, I don't see how you cannot believe in a limited atonement in scope, not in power, but in scope, meaning that work on the cross forgave the debt for exactly the people who it was supposed was to give the debt for. for. Yeah. If it forgave the debt of every single person everywhere throughout history mm-hmm. of all time, yeah. well, then we're universalists. Then everyone goes to heaven. Right. Uh, and that sounds like a fun fairy tale of, filled with unicorns, rainbows, and oh, glitter, yeah. but that's not the Bible. Right, right. Because even Christ himself was very limited in his speech. Mm-hmm. He comes to earth, and he doesn't go, yeah, I'm one of the ways. Right. Yeah, there's a bunch of religions. Mm-hmm. Uh, as long as you uh, treat everyone nice and you know give a lip service to God and you're righteous uh, and you try to do good, 
you'll make it. He said, no, I am the only way. I'm the way, the truth, and the life, and no man comes to me except through the Father. Right. So even Jesus's ministry was very limited in, you know, mm-hmm. in essence, in his ministry. Um, he had very limiting speech. Yeah, I'm the only way. Right. You know? Have you ever seen the meme of, uh, of this guy? <laughs> of the, here we go Jason with memes and again. his meme theology. <laughs> this is where I get it. Um, uh, um, the meme of the guy um, laying on the ground. Behind him are the pearly gates, and there's an angel pulling him into heaven. Have you ever seen that? No. Like, you're coming to heaven no matter what. You know, that's the, <laughs> right? that's the way the Calvinists believe. That's yeah. what the Calvinists believe, you know, like almost like like uh, like God is making us do all of these. Do, I never got that. Exa- that have you seen about, that? Have you seen that? Meme? I've seen okay. stuff like that, but yeah, I don't yeah. understand. I mean, it, it, where they're getting that from. Right. Exactly. Like the because, Lord forces you. Right. Yeah. And that's and that's I think what what people identify um, Calvinism with almost right. like you're a robot. You're made to do these things. You know, and this is against your will. You know, you have all the power. You're the sovereign. Right. You know, you're the one that's supposed to be making all these decisions. Um, and it's like, that's not at all what I read through scripture. You know, we are an elected people who want to do the will of the Father. Yeah. We want, you know, want. Well, you know, our will's been changed, it our says will in the Bible. Has, yeah, been completely changed, right? Yeah, absolutely. But, but along with that, with salvation, I mean, I don't see how. There isn't, um, there isn't, uh, the sacrifice um, is just made for us, for the elect, you know? I don't see how it could be for everyone, everywhere, at all times. Yeah. You know, exactly, just piggybacking on what you were saying. Well, going back to John but, 10, 15, and then John 10, 27, like we said, like, mm-hmm. if, you know. The shepherd. And I lay down my life for the sheep, and my sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me, like, if the sheep consisted of every individual in the world, then every single person in the world would hear his voice, be known by him and would follow Christ. But that's not the case. So like, what does that mean then? Right. Like what do, what do those verses mean then? If you believe in an atonement that is for every single person everywhere Mm -hmm. at all times, Uh, those are some of the things that when I read through the Bible and I even read uh, early church fathers, I mean, they believed in a limited atonement. They yeah. believed in an elect, in yeah. a remnant. Yeah. And this isn't just New Testament stuff. We're talking about election and remnant in all through the Old Testament, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it started with uh, the re- the plan of redemption in the garden, yeah. right through to Abraham and his seed, and who was going in that in that bloodline that was going to produce mm-hmm. uh, the redeemer, right down to the people that he drew out, the Jews. Like the whole Bible is full of election, limited, certain things that God chooses to accomplish his purpose and plans. So for me, it's a little, mm, I feel like it's a little bit of a double standard mm-hmm. for when a believer kind of recoils at the L and Tulip right. when I start talking to him about it. And that's kind of where I start is, you know, if, if you really can't grasp get around get your you know wrap your brain around limited atonement then let's then let's just walk back and see do do you believe in the limited speak of jesus that he's the only way yes do you believe in the plan of redemption was uh you know from before the foundations of the world and limit yes do you you know so all these things throughout the bible yeah you know do you believe in abraham being drawn out and having a seed that was going to produce the messiah yes well those things are all very limited in nature, and I think this is just another aspect of that. Do you do you remember the Jebusites and the Amorites? I mean, 
The Hootie Whatons? The J- <laughs> <laughs> What was that? <laughs> the Hootie Hoo-Hoos? The Hootie what? The Hootie Little Blowfish? The Hootie Chatting Tribe? <laughs> The uh, Jebusites and the Amorites. Oh, man. Um, you are way better at those names uh, than I am. No. <laughs> Do you know, literally, when I read the Old Testament, I'm going to tell you how scholarly I am. When I get right. to those names, whatever the first letter is, I just, just call them that. I'm the like, J. all right, the J's. <laughs> Beat the A's, and in come the P's, Right. and then the Israelites. I know that one. <laughs> I mean, the, en- the enemies of Israel, right? Um, yeah. I, mean, I think Goliath was from the, uh, the P's, right? <laughs> the Philistines, <laughs> the parasites, uh, the parasites. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but anyway, sorry. Go ahead. I was. No, I just your, totally interrupted. We, no, no, we no. We're not about? going there. We're not going there because I. Yeah. You're not going where? I was. I was oh. thinking about the enemy. Just, just the enemies and how you know if 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 it is universal. I mean, did he did he die for them as well? Right. I um, mean, if you don't believe in a limited scope of atonement, yeah. Then yeah, you just have to then believe right now i think it's fair to point out that we do believe that you have to believe yeah 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 <laughs> right repent uh-huh. believe on my name oh yeah. and know that i am the lord right oh, yeah. like yeah like and share the gospel and share the gospel you know? like i feel like people go oh well and if you believe that then we're right back to that first argument like, oh you don't witness you don't share the gospel right. you're just a robot and it's like well no yeah no we we just believe in the ultimate atoning power of christ and that no drop of blood was wasted and god does have an elect and the plan of redemption was for the elect it Mm -hmm. says so much in the bible over and over and over again right and if you want to be one of those elect let me tell you about jesus christ yeah because like you say at the end of every episode he is real jesus is real (laughs) wait a second jesus is real yeah amen even just going back to uh to romans 8 30 i mean yeah we are uh, predestined and called, you know, predestined, called, justified, glorified. Amen. Who, you know, who else is he talking about? I mean, who besides the elect? Who besides the people that are, you know, uh, that Christ died for, right? Yeah. Who else? All right. So do we have anything else that we want to uh, talk about on limited atonement? Once again, this could be a this is, five-hour episode. Yeah. This is one of those, You, I think you... You you know you put your toe into the into the yeah into the pool just to see what it's about you know sure um uh, you you, you just want to learn a little bit about it and then you know maybe delve into it a sure. little bit more um, and I would say if anyone has any questions on it you're more than welcome to reach out to me or Jason I would say if you want to talk about uh, the one verse that you're going to bring up to me, John three sixteen. the minute yep. we start talking about limited atonement, I would say... Do a study uh, on it. First. I would say there's there's probably about 30 other places we could go on both sides. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, John three sixteen is one of the easiest ones for me from a uh, grammatical, uh, grammatical... Grammatical? <laughs> grammatical. 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 Uh, textual kind of basis you know uh, for God so loved the world world cosmos cosmos is you know that reality or this uh, creation that he made uh-huh. you really have to read into when he says world that means every person everywhere at every point in time yeah. doesn't say that if you're interpreting that way I would maybe suggest that you're overlapping your tradition on top of the text right that's a whole nother podcast right there i didn't really want to get into like textual criticism so much Mm -hmm. on this episode Mm -hmm. and argue verse for verse because look at you get a hardcore uh non-reformed arminian evangelical whatever uh versus a hardcore reformed we can sit there and swap 
out of context verses all day. Right. Because I can take some verses out of context as a Reformed believer and make you look really silly. Uh-huh. And um, you can take some, you know, uh, uh, verses out of context in your non-Reformed camp and make me seem really silly. Right. But every uh, verse that we use or, or, or want to support for our position needs to be taken in context with correct hermeneutics, with the Bible interpreting the Bible, right? The Bible right. will never say something contradictory to itself later on. Right. So it's kind of like a, a micro looking at a verse and then you zoom out on a macro, mm-hmm. right? Through chapter, through book, through the entire word of God. Yeah. How does it align? Then you have to make all of those align. So when I look at John 3.16, for instance, I look at John 3.16, then through the chapter, then through John writing in in chapter 6 and 4, and then through the whole Bible, and I go, okay, that whosoever means God loved his creation. It's a plan of redemption since the beginning of the world. Not every single person everywhere at every moment in time. Yeah. Because I'm letting the Bible interpret the Bible and not just maybe my tradition of, hey, man, God died for everyone. You just have to believe in him. Right. And that's the power that saves you is, is your belief, not the actual work of the cross. Mm-hmm. Um, because then I look in other parts of the Bible and it's very, very specific, like you just read yeah. in Romans 8 right. of who it was for, why it was done. Did you know you that's know I mean? the earliest manuscript found? No, I didn't. I think it's, isn't it P46? Does that Dude, sound familiar? You could say whatever letter. My textual <laughs> like criticism and the history well, no, no, of it no, is yeah. so that game is so weak. Seriously. I, I need to like okay. you know well, what the I mean? history, get better I, with that. I'm pretty sure P forty six is the earliest manuscript of like Which is I what? don't know if it's Romans eight or if it's Romans the full book of Romans. Okay. Um but then Hebrews is also was also found yep. with that. Now I knew Hebrews is one of the early ones. But it was a Paul writing, you know. Yeah, well, um, that's why most people well, they, think Paul they, wrote it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Then, then they found Hebrews with it. But, yeah. of course, it's, you know. It, but I think most people think Hebrews was written by Paul, but just much later on. Right. Because of the language and the tone and the tenor of, like, I've heard my Apollos. children. You Could heard be. that? I, the guy, I don't even know The guy who fought Rocky? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apollo Creed. Hey! <laughs> oh, he said Apollos. Sorry. Oh, Apollos. Apollos? Wait, what was his Los? name? What was it was Apollo Creed though in Rocky? Yeah, Apollo Creed. Yep, yeah. Rocky two, and in Rocky four came to his demise against the uh, Russian um, fighter I, Iron Drago. I watched Milk. those spread out over ten years and never in order, so I'm not really sure like which one is which. What's wrong with you? Well, I didn't watch. We weren't allowed to watch a lot of TV growing up. Mike so I Tyson, missed out on a lot of the eighties <laughs> and Tyson. early nineties stuff. Uh, um, uh, who was the Mister T? Mister T. Mike Tyson. <laughs> Mister T was in number three. That was yeah. a that was a good movie. Also, he was like Mr. T went up to him, you know, at the beginning of the fight, the referee was there. Yeah. You know, and they were looking at each other and Mr. T goes, Dead meat. <laughs> <laughs> you must have loved the Rocky movies because Oh dude, I wanted to be you, Rocky, man. Oh, did you? Oh, I used to like run around my, my living room when I was like five. <laughs> Yeah, man, six, whatever it was. And like your sweatsuit. Oh, yeah, dude. I was like, I was like I'm gonna be Rocky someday. Dun, be a, dun, be a fighter. And then, uh, wow. Yeah, I got in my first fist fight, and I was like, never again. Never. Again. I don't Not hurt anybody. Because I knocked him out. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> he did not come up. Yeah, from yeah. That concrete I said, dead meat. <laughs> no, because uh, your your other one that you quoted was uh, was the. Uh, Oh yeah, he's like, we gonna sue me for what? Sue me for what? <laughs> Rocky Five. 
Wow. See, I was more of a nerd. Like, we weren't allowed to watch movies. But when I'd sneak over to my grandma's house to, like, uh, spend the night, Mm -hmm. my uncle, who uh, was still, you know, he was, like, 17, 18, 19. Mm. And I was, like, whatever, 7, 8, or 9. So he's, like, 10 years older. He still lived there for a little bit. And we would watch uh, Star Trek. Nice. Because he he grew up to be a big wig engineer at Ford. So he was, like, he was nerding out early in life. Dude, and was... I got hooked on Star Trek because of watching it with him. Man, I just you know? was never interested. And then, you know, now it's like everybody was watching Star Trek and Star Wars when we were growing up. I didn't know. I was watching uh, Rocky and Alf, you know? I mean, like, yeah. that was that was my my stuff right there, you know? Yeah. Saved by the Bell. Oh, no, Saved um, by the Bell. Uh, Flintstones, um, Warner Brothers. Flintstones? Oh, dude, yeah, I used to love How Flintstones. How old are you? I, I told you, man. Those were 40 years Growing old when up, you were man, young. man, I played kick the can and put a, put a <laughs> card in the tire of my oh, bike. I'm hip, I'm cool. I was a cool Come give kid your father a hug. <laughs> we used to play things like tag. <laughs> we we played things like you're it. You mean tag? Oh, yeah, no, yeah. that was before tag. It was called <laughs> yeah, you're it. Yeah, right. Oh, my goodness. Did you ever play Flashlight Tag growing up? No. No, never did that. We, I was never out. My dad the, turned uh, us lights. on to that, and we had a big yard. And Street we, lights. We get, like, 15 mm-hmm. kids together, and especially in fall time, like right when school oh, yeah. would start because it would mm-hmm. get dark out 5 or 6, you know, 6 o'clock. Mm-hmm. You just have a sweatshirt on, and straight up have, like, 15 kids just hiding all over the place, <laughs> underneath trailer skirting, in bushes. Yeah. And we had this real high beam like mag light, and it was like boom. If you know, if you uh, if you shined it on them, they were out. And yeah. it was almost like a you know like a capture the flag type kick uh, the tag. Can. <laughs> no, it wasn't kick the can. <laughs> kick the can with flashlights. If you say kick the can one more time, <laughs> good lord, that is the lamest game, dude. It was fun. You hide in the yard just like that. It's okay. daytime though. Well, what is kick the can? Kick the can. I, I don't even know. Maybe Imagine I'm... in your yard, you have a ball in the middle of the yard. Someone's okay. it. Okay. Okay. They got to find everybody out in the yard where they're hiding. If they see anyone, they say they go back by the ball and they have to hit the ground three times and say, one, two, three, uh, I see you, Greg, or something like that. I can't remember. Dude. I can't remember how. Yeah. One, two, three. Sounds like some Kundalini mysticism I don't know or something. <laughs> what were you doing, dude? Were you practicing for NAR? But if you end up getting back to the ball before the guy that's it gets to the ball to, okay. to tag you out yeah. and you kick it, then you aren't it okay. next time. Okay, so, so the, the where's the can person, coming at? It's just called that. You never you really even use have a can? can. No, 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 no. You don't use a can. Oh, you I mean, you the can. Ball. You kick the you, ball. Yeah, you kick the ball, but I mean, you, if you had a can, then you, you kick the can. Okay, so it's um, kind of uh, like flashlight tag without flashlights or... Do you have a ball? I do have a ball. No, in flashlight tag. Oh, I thought you meant just in general. Do I own a ball? Yeah, do you have a basketball ball? I was like, I thought you were going to be let's like, play. let's go play yeah, right yeah. now. Put this thing on pause. We'll go play a Let's call game some buddies. Can. Hey, come on by. No, no, no. Not, no, flashlight tag is just, you're just, it's so, tag well, at night with a flashlight. There, is there? You flash a light at them and you get them. That's like tag, you're out. Do you have ghoul? Is that what it's called? You have a goal. Goal. A we used ghoul. to call it ghoul. A ghoul? Gr- growing up at, at Manor Elementary School in Monroe, Michigan, it was called ghoul. Okay, for anyone listening right now, there's going to be two <laughs> polls that I need you to respond to either on is Instagram. Is it ghoul or goal? Is it ghoul or goal? And did you play kick the can when you were younger? You know you did. Or flashlight tag. You know you did. Oh, I'm going to put this up when we release this episode oh, and do a poll. 
Because I, I want to see. You watch. Everyone's going to be like, yeah, we called it ghoul. Ghoul? It seems like there's a. I thought that's like a, a ghost. Hang on. Like ghost me. and ghouls. Dang it. I don't have. I, it's uh, goal. It's like a gold because it's the goal to get there. No, I, yeah, I right? get it, but it's. Isn't it ghoul? Okay, but when you watch hockey, he doesn't say, oh, he just scored his I second know. hockey ghoul. <laughs> Do they? How would you even spell ghoul? G O U H L E R A B C D E F G. I don't know. Ghoul. Just G-O-O-L. say it into the. L. I like that we're doing our banter at the end of the episode. I this know. Time. We, it's yeah, good stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, no, this we're going to change good. it up on the people. Um, ghoul is so ghoul? a ditch or channel for water. A what sluice? The? Yeah, that, that might not be. Put ghost and ghoul, and then Google will just autocorrect it. Goal. Never mind. Whatever. It's got an H in there. Put up the thing and ask the people that have all played kick the can and called it ghoul all of their life. And they're so, going to be like, I don't even know why I called it ghoul, but I did. Why do all the people living in Michigan have a, a southern accent in Because here? they're all from the south. They came up when the big three, um, <laughs> you know, had jobs. That's what happened. G-H-O-U-L-S. Ghouls. Ghouls. But that's like a scary... Ghouls is a scary thing, right? That's, you just said, you said ghoul. <laughs> More than one ghoul would be ghouls. I forgot about the ghouls. I got a lot of ghouls. I just said that. So like ghost and ghouls, <laughs> it's like that kind of ghoul? Yeah, yeah. Or are you saying the that word... That could be. That are you saying work. the word ghoul, but just with an accent? Is that what's happening? No, no, no. This is ghoul. Like, okay, so when you said we like, have to get back to ghoul, what were you imagining? A goal? Yeah. But you just called it ghoul. Yeah, ghoul would be where you go to win the game. Okay, now, you have with, to get, with, that, with that being said... When you're playing tag. When, when you're playing you know, tag, right? So you you're 10 ghoul, years old, you're, you're, good. you're getting to ghoul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, the very next day, Gosh, did I the very next tricked? day, you go to a soccer game. You're 10 years old. What would you call it when that someone... That would be a goal. Well, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> Why was it a different word and a different name? Because I was fi- the same I, thing. I don't... I can't even remember. Maybe Mrs. Jansen messed with me in first grade. Maybe Mrs. it was Mrs. Jansen. Johnson. Yeah, that was my first grade teacher. I, I remember all my teachers through... I think you need to have a sozo wait, about a this second. ghoul thing. No, sozo? <laughs> <laughs> wait Dude, a second. You need to have some inner healing we and be, figure we, out what Miss Jansen wait said a to second, you. man. We got some listeners. Okay, and, I'm sorry. Um, uh, what she did to you to make it call it Mrs. a Mrs. Johnson, Mrs. Jansen, Mrs. Heil. Um, you remember all uh, your teachers? Mrs. Harris, Mrs. Sissing, Miss Harris, Mr. Gerke. That was K through sixth grade. Wow. Do you remember your... your your Heck kindergarten yeah. mom mom and dad <laughs> <laughs> no i had i had mrs uh, schmidt in kindergarten because i did mrs. Where? mrs simmons at first grade mrs uh Meehan second grade miss greb in third grade and then fourth through tenth i was homeschooled oh okay waterloo elementary oh yeah waterloo in monroe yeah yep good old monroe yep. waterloo waterloo what was that abba is that a real song oh totally it's called Waterloo. Waterloo. I was. It's, it's Abba. Abba. I was. Uh, I showed my kids. Uh, European friends. W- Warren Zephan. Zephan. Uh, how do you say it? Warren. Warren. Zephan. Zephan. I don't know. Zephan. Er- Zach uh, Gallagher. Werewolves Mastic. of London. Oh. Uh, yeah. 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 No. The- no. No. That's a Kid Rock song. <laughs> well, he sampled it, right? <laughs> no. 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 They sampled him. Oh, they sampled him, but they just, <laughs> just did it twenty ch- years prior. I was just. Ch- it's weird. We've like gotten off machine. into some weirdness out. No, in, it's good out here. Um, so, uh, yeah, limited atonement, guys. No, very yep. interesting stuff. And yeah, we've 
But more scratch the surface. Scratch the surface, which maybe we'll revisit it. We like could. I said, we're trying to keep these to under an hour for each right. one, so we can't get super deep. But just yeah. basically try to, if if you're wondering about some of the listeners don't even know, we can't take it for granted that we might have other reformed people listening. I have other people listening that they go, "What do you?" Ta-? Right. They shot to me like, "What are you talking about, Tulip?" Exactly. Never even heard of this. And yeah. It's like, well, this is what this is. So very introductory. Right. You know, maybe one day if we get a. Uh, John MacArthur or a James White. That'd be amazing. Or a uh, Alistair Begg or even a Steve Lawson. R.C. Sproul Jr. R.C. Sproul Jr. I would have loved to have R.C. Sproul. He was like a dad to me. Yeah. Uh, a church father. Um, mm-hmm. Then we can go more Vody. in depth. Of, could voting? Vody? Oh, Vody yeah. could. Oh. Man. My man. That guy, man, he's awesome. He's awesome. Yeah, he really stuff. is. And he, he's it. been he's been talking about the cultural Marxism thing mm-hmm. for like 10 years. Yeah, right? yeah. And now everyone is, he's been on Fox News and stuff. He only got invited to Fox News once. They didn't let him back. And same, same thing with MSNBC because he just straight preaches the gospel. <laughs> it was like too much gospel even for Fox News. Yeah. They're like, yeah, we're good. <laughs> wow. But uh, so now people are like, why is everyone talking about this guy voting and this? Yeah. And it's like, because he's been talking about it for 10 years. Dude. Oh, yeah. This wasn't like he jumped on a Black Lives Matter, riots, COVID-19 movement. Doesn't he have book? He has a couple books. He's got a right? bunch of books. Correct. No, no, no. I'm talking about, about cultural Marxism. Oh, yeah. About, yeah, I think two or three, you know, actually. Yeah, yeah. So he's yeah. been on it for a while, and that's why mm-hmm. he's just kind of rose in popularity even in 2020. But he was always, it's, it's so funny. Tell me, if, tell me if this happens to you. Yep, you, it totally does. Okay, cool. Good conversation and done. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> I, okay, so I treat everyone the same. I don't really get starstruck that mm-hmm. often yeah, at right. all. Like Every oh, time I come over here. It's a celebrity. <laughs> I get starstruck. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, he was in the band Laugh Track. <laughs> yeah. Scratch. Wait, oh, Scratch Track. Yeah, oops. No, no, um, I don't even know. Uh I don't, I don't I I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. I <laughs> Oh my gosh. This is this podcast is derailed. But I love it. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I do don't, it. You don't you don't I worry don't get about starstruck. Yeah. I don't get celebrity. But when I do, it's for like really weird, odd people. Mm-hmm. It's like people like in my world that aren't like normal celebrities. Like uh you know, Justin Bieber was just in Monroe County. He was? Two days ago. For what? Yeah, made front page news, man. Really? Him, him and his girl uh, sta- stayed at the RV place. What? Uh, yeah, because they're going across country, just RVing. Really? And they stayed out at La Pleasance Road, right? So it was like a big deal in Monroe County. Justin B. He took pictures on Instagram, and people were like, oh, my gosh, that looks like Are somewhere in Monroe. Yeah. And so the RV That's guy was funny. like, oh, we keep it quiet, this, that, and the other. Well, a day before that, someone was like, hey, you know, there's going to be someone famous in Monroe. And I was like, yeah, right, whatever. Yeah. And then I didn't get back to him on text. Well, that's who they were talking about. Someone had the end. And I was like, oh, dang, that would have been sweet if I could have got over there and got him on the podcast. Yeah, right. Like, b- b- biked in there in the <laughs> RV place. Like, hey, yeah. Justin, you want to be yeah. on this podcast? <laughs> yeah. I got all my stuff in my backpack. Yeah, Let yeah, me into yeah. your RV. Let's talk. Let's talk. Limited atonement. Yeah, because I don't think you're getting uh, the biblical worldview you need from old Carl Lentz over there. Mm-hmm. No, you're not. Mr. Uh, Super pastor, but yeah. um, so like my celebrity was like uh, you the know, keyboard player from Bon Jovi. Exactly, it's yeah. it's seriously like that. Like someone I focus <laughs> in on, and I'm like, why are you laughing? I don't know. I don't even know who the keyboard is player from Bon Jovi. Is there one? Uh, yeah, he totally has a keyboard player, man. 
I don't know. Yeah, man. I don't oh, really fair. You're, you're on the bon keys. You, you play piano. No. You're the, you're the piano yeah, maestro. But I, don't re- but I don't really watch. I don't really look and see what keyboard players are doing, though. I don't know. Oh, gotcha. Like, you really can't see their hands on the videos. You just dude, see them, like, shaking keyboard their Keyboard players in rock yeah. bands get no respect, first I, of all. No, okay? they shouldn't. You don't even. <laughs> <laughs> no, they shouldn't. Wow, them fighting words now. I'm in trouble. No, actually, Foo Fighters just added a keyboard guy. What? I mean, Oasis has. They a... were supposed to call yeah. me back yeah, yeah, on yeah. that tryout, <laughs> yeah, right? They didn't pick you me. Know, um, but you know, the Oasis put the keyboard player behind the speaker. Nobody knew that they had a keyboard guy. I know, like guy, hiding you know? behind there. Yeah, yeah. We want, we want to hear you. We just don't want anyone to see you. <laughs> like. Oh my gosh! Feel bad. Actually, for that guy. you're muted. We're gonna add your sounds in in post. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> we just need you to play this part. We're gonna play the track on both, the uh, on the tour though because it's both cheaper the- <laughs> and you're ugly. Actually, both of the Gallagher brothers are gonna re-record your parts. Yeah, <laughs> right. if they're not fighting. Right. Uh, you know, uh, but yeah. So my so my whole point was yeah. uh, Vody was one of my celebrities in like early nah i'd say like early 2008 or 9 i got turned on to him hmm. and he didn't have a huge following but it was just one of these guys i was like dude i really liked this chandler was another one mm. like when i was listening to chandler like 2005 and i'm like it was like these l- little crappy uh links on his, on the website that yeah. they had and i was like who is this guy and then of course you know it becomes this uh, in the reform movement too these big pastors and uh, that's why it's like one of these conferences we were talking about that Vody's at. I'm like, I wouldn't get starstruck, but I would be happy to maybe. Him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Very, like he's he's just a happy. dude. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I don't know. Right. That, that's how I felt about R.C. Sproul, and I never really got to meet him before he passed. Yeah. He, I actually teared up when he when he passed because I studied uh, from his Reformation Bible to his his books. Did you to his ministry to, in Ligonier uh, Foundations? Uh uh-uh. uh His foundations. I have that on audiobook, and it's twenty three or 24 hours wow of the just foundational work on biblical teaching it's yeah it's super cool wait you have it on what audiobook um on oh audible, uh, digitally on, on audible. audible yeah um, i have to i have to look that up yeah man he's yeah but. so anything else going on before we get out of here we we kind of uh, flipped the script yeah today. sorry guys no we started serious and then went into uh some other stuff right um, but I do want to say this in closing. Very important, though. I am going to put a poll out there. Flashlight tag or kick the can. Kick which, the can. Which one? Flashlight cool. tag. Which one did you play more as a kid or neither? Kick the can. Or was it goal or ghoul when you were going, <laughs> when you were playing tag or freeze tag or whatever it was, when you had to get back to something, capture the flag? I'm almost positive. Like, I got to get back to ghoul. I'm almost positive it was ghoul. After that, did your mom make you goulash? Uh, wait a second, man. <laughs> Which is a weird name. Have you ever goulash. heard of goulash? Oh, totally. Like, yeah, it's man. It's like Polish-Hungarian kind of, yeah, right? Still make it. I hated it. Man, I, I did for a long time, but then like if you make it right. That's probably what it was. You know, it was being made right. Um, uh, yeah, it's um, you can you can put some delicious flavors within that. Within that goulash, yeah, but uh, it's all about flavors now, man. It is. I mean, you, you can get a lot of recipes off of Pinterest, and uh, <laughs> yeah, man. I uh, mean, I love, I love a good meal. If you guys I, have seen any of our videos, you will see how much I love food. Yeah, I do um, like, I do like that you're like a rough, tough, 
Yep. Like I guys, am. guy, reformed, got yep. your beard. Rocky. You know what I mean? You wanted yep. to be Rocky when you grew up, and then you're uh-huh. like, and then I get some of my recipes some off parsley. Pinterest, <laughs> and I go on Pinterest, I pin it, and then I cook it. It's, well, not that I I'm, have to admit that I see what I did there. I was just feminizing your. Yeah, you did. Your you better you watch cook. it, bro. Yeah. Know your know your role. Um, uh, I. You know, my wife does a lot of the cooking. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh, she's such a reformed guy. I know, chauvinist. I know. But she, Your wife, lo- cooks. She loves. How yeah, dare yeah, you? Yeah, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, you would be like that. She <laughs> loves to cook. Uh huh. And I love to eat. So wow, you guys are a match made in heaven. Just yeah, we just go with that. And uh, yesterday, I walk in the house, and this might be the end of our show, but um, okay. She made pumpkin bread. We had two mm. different um, pans filled with pumpkin bread. Yeah. And then she made the lobster garlic biscuits from scratch. She oh, from found, scratch? She found the recipe online, she made it. The cheese garlic like biscuits. Like the cheddar from, biscuits yeah, from, the like, cheddar, uh, from Red, Red Lobster? lobster? Yeah. It was she didn't exactly, do the prepaid pack? Nope. She made it. Oh, It was my exactly... Gosh. The way those things taste. And now, hold on a minute. Why'd you try to bring I over looked sugar her cookies? square in the eye <laughs> and, and not I those said, biscuits. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. I did try to bring you guys some sugar cookies. Um, and you uh, looked her square in the eye. Oh, no. Looked her square in the eye and I said, listen here, if you want to make my waistline mad <laughs> one more time. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I did not. I ate pretty much, I think I had six biscuits yesterday and. A uh, pan and a half of pumpkin bread since uh, since she made Dude, that. Dude, you just said that, so, and I don't ever really... I go to Red Lobster once a year. For, and you don't eat the biscuits? Th- no, listen. There's oh. a group of friends that we have like, that what? we go there, and we do it on the unlimited uh, Oh, the scampi, shrimp. Yeah. And then we have a contest. Who can eat the most shrimp? Oh, Whoever does gosh. wins the pool. I think the record uh, was 212 oh, uh, my gosh. Uh, last time. I didn't even get close. I got to 80, and I was like, I'm done. Yeah. But I love the shrimp. reason why is because these guys, these guys that win that compete, I mean, they're like they're in it. Ugh. They're not drinking any water. They oh. don't eat any cheddar biscuits before. I ate like five cheddar biscuits yeah, dude, right? before I even started. There's no way to even I walk in that place before and not I, have a garlic. garlic I would bread. literally go there and just eat those and then leave if I could. Oh yeah, man! Like how much is it for unlimited biscuits? I know ten dollars. Okay, yeah. I'm just having biscuits and bring me a big glass of water to get those down. Uh-huh. Because it's you like, know what it's we like might chalk do? in your mouth. You know what we might do? What? This is what we'll do. Okay. Whoever what wins this do? contest will get... We'll get... I like how we made it a contest now. Uh, cheddar biscuits made okay. by my wife. Okay. Um, Either Greg gets them or I get them. But my wife will make so, them. So, someone, so we no, have I'm to joking. make them. <laughs> Wait a minute. Are, are you... I'm just trying to just, get some more cheddar biscuits. Did you just, <laughs> did you just create a contest uh, where you made someone yeah, else do the work? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's going to listen to this and roll her eyes as she usually does at Jason. <laughs> no, I'm joking. My All wife right. loves me. Mandy, I love you. Let's. Uh, I love you, baby. Let's. <laughs> Come on, old baby. Come on, baby. Uh, <laughs> you just went into uh, oh, little like Elvis, 70s baby. Elvis there. Come on now. Oh, man. My daddy told me how to sing. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's wrap it up. Yeah. So you got anything for us as we. End as we've been ending for the last seventeen minutes. Right, right, right. Um, uh, just that Jesus is real. Jesus is real. Read your Bible and yeah. All right, guys, that's number three. We'll be back next week mm-hmm. with 
T-U-L-I. Irresistible Grace. Irresistible Grace, my favorite one. Guys, God bless. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Dead Men Walking Podcast for full video podcast episodes and clips, or email us at deadmenwalkingpodcast at gmail.com. Be sure to check us out at dmwpodcast.com where you can purchase the best and snarkiest merch on the internet, support the show, and leave us a review or message. Dead Men Walking can be found on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Dead Men Walking Podcast and on Twitter X at Real DMW Podcast. The Dead Men Walking Podcast is part of the Fight Laugh Feast Network. For exclusive show content, be sure to download the Pub TV app and become a member. If you're a business that needs to reach hundreds of thousands of potential customers in your demographic, podcast advertising might be for you. Send all inquiries to Dead Men Walking Podcast at gmail.com. None your biscuits.